You are listening to the Pastors of Payne <laughs> County Podcast and Radio Show. I'm Father Brian O'Brien, and I'm here with my co-host, my friend, my brother, from another mother, Father Kerry Wakulich of St. John Catholic Student Center. Say hello, Father Kerry. Hello. There he is in the flesh. We are here at the studios of uh, Pete 94.3 in Stillwater, Oklahoma. We have this little show that airs on a Sunday mornings at 1030 on Pete 94.3 and AM 780. It also appears magically on your phone as a uh, podcast via Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify. And we also have it available on the St. Francis Xavier website and SoundCloud account. And we push it out on Facebook and we Twitter push and Catholic it. posts. Oh, yeah. What's your, uh, what's your uh, Twitter handle? My personal? The Rubber Duck. Uh, my my Twitter handle is fr O'Brien, like Father O'Brien. And ours is Catholic Pokes. Yeah. Oh, and then the parish is uh, SFX underscore Stillwater. Is Check it Stilly S T I L L Y H two O? No, no, what? no. Because I have dignity. No, I'm just <laughs> you kidding. don't come up with dumb stuff like that. We oh, are well, uh, just okay. two priests, and we've got a mission, and our mission. Is, is to be to better, disciples better disciples of Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ. Yes. and to help other people to do the same. Amen. That's Amen. what we're doing. And we're here in Payne County, Oklahoma, on the western front of the Diocese of Tulsa, Oklahoma, wah, wah, wah. the best diocese in the world. Wah, 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 wah. Why is Tulsa the best diocese in the world? Why should everybody come to Tulsa? We have all of the following. Go. We have all... Oil. We have yep. the Clear Creek Monastery. Clear Creek Monastery, awesome. Uh, we have a lot of young priests. Yes. We have good religious sisters. Yes. We have a great hospital system. Yes. We have Oklahoma State University and not OU. Oh, ouch. We have Bishop Kelly High School. <gasps> oh, my. Yeah. Catholic uh, schools. Yeah. We have us, yep. Pastors of Pain. Wow. That's a low. We, we have lots there. of beautiful, we have the most beautiful cathedral ever to exist. Wow, that was bold. Really? I don't. I mean, I Holy Family Cathedral in Tulsa is beautiful. I I don't know that yeah. I would. Father Matt Lachance when he I don't did know the that I would say it's the most beautiful. Cathedral. Okay, that's pushing it. That's pushing it. Okay, I'll, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. That is what I'm, we call hyperbole. Yeah, that's called letting yeah. your mouth. But it's go a beautiful cathedral. It it's is a beautiful. Cathedral. I was ordained there. You were not. Let's not talk about that. No, no. This <laughs> is so funny. I was just I was in Tulsa recently. So Stillwater is about uh, 75 miles or so, 70 miles uh, west of Tulsa. So I was in Tulsa. I had to get there probably once, once or twice a month for different things. And I was with uh, my new director of evangelization and mission, Stacy Humbert. And we were driving. We were going to Catholic Charities. Oh, yeah, sure. We were going from Christ the King to Catholic Charities. And we drove down Harvard. And so we drove by the University of Tulsa. Right. And so I said, hey, Stacy. That's where I became a priest. And she was just looked at me with this confused look, like, what? Where's the, what, where, where's the church? And I said, no, you see that gigantic basketball arena right there, the <laughs> Reynolds Center? And she said, yeah. And I said, yeah, that's where I became a priest. May 26, 2007, me, Father Gary Castle, and 11 permanent deacons, including Deacon Glenn Collum of Payne County. No way, really? Yeah. yeah. We were all ordained together. And anyway, so we, so we, the ord- ordination was so big that we weren't going to fit in the cathedral. Because the cathedral only holds like a And thousand. so we rented out the um, University of Tulsa basketball, basketball arena. arena. Now, on the good side of that, I mean, yes, it's weird that I was not ordained in a church. 
But I felt much better when two years ago, our new bishop, Bishop David Condrela, was ordained a bishop in that very same building. And he told me he re- he regretted that. He told me that we are forever kindred spirits. <laughs> One of us is a liar, and that he will um, put he will assign me wherever I want to be assigned from now on, since we were ordained in the same place. Well, bold. Okay, which that's, is totally not true. That's totally not true. Yeah, but anyway. Glory be. Yeah, w- it's we a had, great place actually, to be. Actually, Eastern we had Oklahoma. the beatification mass of uh, Stanley Rother. That was in a basketball arena. Was that really? Wasn't in the. It was in the convention center. I the didn't convention go. Center I had a time. wedding. Oh, did you? It was awesome. Don't rub it in. Uh, we took a lot of people down there from Stillwater. We took a couple busloads of folk. We used OSU buses. I then just said pull don't rub up it in. Big pistol Pete's on the side of them. Oh yeah, we took those to Seek one year and got a lot of press. I'll bet. Yeah, we rented them from. I love the OSU buses. The yeah. Bob. Are they the Bob buses? No, 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 no. Not not those buses. The like the transport buses when teams go places. Oh, we rented those. Fancy. Yeah. So OSU got like they were they thought people from OSU were literally like they brought a basketball team down for a game and they just realized that there was a I don't know a beatification mass going on instead. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. Hey. So I, I one thing I want to talk about today. Um. I I made a mis- tell me I made a mistake. Like I don't know. Probably one of our first episodes. We were talking about going out on road trips and seeing Payne County, and I made a terrible... Oh, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. I said... We've been getting hate mail. (laughs) Hate mail. But not from the people that live in this town, but from other people who just correct me. They say, Father, it is not Agra. And I said, what do you you mean it's not Agra? It's A-G-R-A. It's what, Father Brian? Agra. Agra. So just last week, so these are towns. Agra is a town, mm-hmm. uh, very close by here to Stillwater. Yeah, and not a lot of people live there, but we know people. Yeah, like what was at the corner of Eighth and Main many many years ago? Uh, the Stillwater Brian. National Bank. Whoa! How right? did you know that? Because I read a book about Stillwater before I moved here. It was Dang. like on the history of Stillwater. Dang, that was good. It's a fascinating little. It's on our coffee table at home. Do you like read it every time you go to bed or when you wake up in the morning? No. Oh, it's underneath the trapper that I'm reading. The the, the journal- book on what is that? Why is it, that on our coffee table? Because I read it every morning. Our the books on our coffee table are so random. <laughs> yes. We have yeah. a book about the history of Stillwater, a book about uh Trapper John or yeah, yeah. you know the, f- the He was the first governor of Oregon and a trapper. Yes, yes. We have that book on uh what it's is called it? the uh, Daniel Daniel Matson. Why I don't call myself gay. Yeah, and there's a Catholic Answers Book. magazine. Yeah, uh, there's my Pope Francis bobblehead, <laughs> and then there's a, a little bobblehead of uh, Dallas Keuchel of, of uh, Bishop Kelly Grad and Houston Astros baseball star, former Cy Young Award winner, St. Pius and Bishop <laughs> Kelly Grad, Dallas Keuchel, All Star pitcher, and then there's like a random candle that we've never lit. Anyway, it's funny. There's some weird stuff in our house. So you were saying, so oh. Agra, oh, yeah. Agra. Agra, Agra, Agra. So just in the last couple of days, I uh, found out that it's called Agra and not Agra. And so in places around the city of Stillwater, I will make, I will just say, hey, do you know this place is called Agra, not Agra? And then- I, And this they is, spit on you. And <laughs> No, 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 no. This is why I love people from Oklahoma. Whatever conversation you're having, they're having with you. 
I love that. We are a very polite place. And, and a lady said, "Excuse me, uh, I just I just want to let you know." Oh, we were in the we were at the. Uh, it is Agra. We we're at Granny's. St- we we're at Granny's uh, kitchen. Oh yeah, down the breakfast. street on Main Street. Yeah, yeah. And, and the lady said, "It's you're right. It is Agra." I was like, "Wow!" And then it happened again a couple weeks uh, a couple weeks uh, after that. That somebody else said the same thing. Well, I have a confession. Oh. Because it was ma- probably in that same episode, and I'm I was I'm new, I'm still new to town, and I referred to there's a town very close to Stillwater, T, R, Y, O N. No, Tryon. Right, and I was corrected by someone who said it's not Tryon. It's, it's what Tryon. It's not Tryon. It's got T R Y. Tryon. Okay, you're you're blowing my mind now. Uh, t- it's T R Y O N. Right? Like like almost like I'm trying I'm trying to explain this to you, but like drop the G. Tryon. Is it T R Y O N? Yes, Jesse. That's how it? it's spelled. Is it T R T R Y O N? Is how it's spelled. Okay, Tryon. But it's Tryon. But I was corrected. Oh. As in Perkins Tryon. We have- Football schedule right here. Yeah, the Perkins. I know. Tryon. It's like it's you drop the O and just say try. Tryon. Tryon. Like trying without the G. Tryon. That's okay, how I it. was corrected. So if either of us, if we're, are we, you know, are we talking noise here? I don't know. Okay. I'm just telling you what somebody told me, and so our apologies November's, to the yeah. wonderful people of both Agra and and Tryon. We Agra. love you. And we want you to come to church. November 2nd, they're playing Mount St. Mary's. Yeah. Senior night. I'm going. Are you really? Yeah. I'm going to go too. One of my parishioners is the quarterback at Perkins Tryon. What? You know it. Isn't he a sophomore? Yeah. How did he become the quarterback? Because he's a stud. Heck yeah. Anyway, it's awesome. It's awesome. So it is the month of October. Last episode, we talked about October as a month of Marian devotion. There's another sort of theme in the month of October that uh, I think, I don't know if it's just the Catholic Church or if it's kind of a nationwide thing, but October is also known as Respect Life Month. Yeah. And so it's a month where, in a particular way, we look to, uh, to, to increase, we look to draw attention to, we look to pray for a greater respect for all human life from conception to natural death. Retweet, as we say. Now, one of the things you might notice about Father Kerry, granted, we are on the radio right now, and so you cannot see him. Oh. But Father Kerry, once a year, once a year, against my strong objections, (laughs) Father Kerry grows a beard. I hate every second of this beard. And one thing you will immediately notice is how much gray is in his beard because he's old. Yeah. Um, a lady, lady a couple of years ago when I was getting my hair cut here in town, she said, uh, I've never seen such a contrast between hair on the head that's so dark and hair on a face that's so silver. And I was like, was that? Was Thank that? you. I, I looked, uh, I looked, is that supposed she's to be a probably compliment? From, she's probably from Agra. Or Tryon. Or Tryon. Nah, yeah. she's a good lady. Um, are you saying that people from Agra and Tryon are not good then? No, I, I, I didn't mean that. Okay, I'm just making <laughs> Thank your you for beard catching me. grayer. I feel like so you. people will notice that Father Kerry, uh, in a certain time of year, same time it's of it. year, this every year. This is the year, only time of year I grow a beard. 
What is the deal with that? Uh, we have this thing. Uh, well, right now, who's we? Who's we? Well, okay, so what, what we is me and my other personalities. Now we also. <laughs> When I always speak of the we, I'm talking about my other personalities because I don't know if anybody else does does things. Uh, so right now we're in this this campaign, 40 Days for Life, where we we pray for the end of abortion, we pray for the sanctity of human life, we pray for moms, we pray for dads, we fast and we pray, and, and we a bunch of us uh, you know in the college world do this thing called beards for babies. We we pray for moms, we pray for dads, we pray for babies, and we grow facial hair. And some people can grow really, really great facial hair. Some people grow silver facial hair like me. Every year I realize how... Like Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel. Great beard. Awesome beard. Shout out, Dallas. Good beard. And then other people grow patchwork beards. Some people can only grow like half of a goatee. But it's an an opportunity, and it goes right up to, uh, you know, the beard season when people are like, oh, November. Beard season? Is that yeah, a thing? Yeah, November. November is, that like is beard season? season. Like duck season? Yeah, duck season starts in November, first week in November. Uh, but people grow out oh, beard. For the winter. Yeah, yeah. They grow yeah. out, uh, you know, they just grow out beards. They can't handle. To, I think it's, I think in November they grow out beards for prostate cancer or something like that. So in the month of October, we pray for the end of abortion. And uh, grow beards. Forty days for life is. And a what campaign. does that have to do? What a beard. What does your beard have to do with uh, supporting a greater dignity for human life? Well, one, I don't like it. Oh, penance. Yeah, it is. A, thank you, thank you. I was, I was looking for that word. Yeah. I one, it itches really bad because I have curly hair, uh, and it so it like pokes me in the face all the time. Plus, people think I'm like the age of a grandpa. So it's kind of it's kind of humiliating. A forty-two-year-old grandpa. Forty-two-year-old grandpa. You could be forty-two and a grandpa. I do have a forty-two-year-old buddy who's who is a grandpa. Really? Yeah. He's wow. no, he's forty-three. He's a grandpa. Uh, it happens. It happens. Uh, and the and, and it's just an opportunity to talk about this when people are like, "Hey, you have a great beard." I'm like, "I hate every minute of this beard." And they say, "Why?" And I say, "Well, because it, I'm I'm growing this beard and I'm praying for the praying for moms." Babies, the end of abortion, dads, uh, I'm praying for them, and it, it's not very and fun. The beard is the reminder. The beard is a reminder. When people are like, oh, you should keep that through November. No, shit so November. Not, it's not. Like, it's not. A, you're not fundraising. No, it's not a GoFundMe beard fund. Like if you raise ten thousand dollars, you'll shave your beard. No, no. Okay. It's and and, it, and I cut it off like the second day in November. What would it when, take for you to shave half your beard? And walk around like that for a week. Uh, Philip Neary would have. You know, Philip Neary did that to. He would. He told a penitent. He's like, "You're too prideful. This is what I want you to do. I want you to shave half your beard." Oh my! Yeah, and he would shave. He would take. I'm gonna his start dog. giving that as penance. He would take his log, his little pomeranian, especially to people without beards. <laughs> and he would shave the pomeranian into like the shape of a lion and give it to people and have them walk around uh, to basically like, if you're too prideful, this will humble you when people start laughing at your pomeranian wow. shaped like a. Okay, so anyway. I was so ordained the, on the Feast of St. Philip Neri. I love that. That FYI, was my old, that May was my 26th. Yeah. Ooh, I love Philip Neri. Fool for So when does stuff. the beard go away? The beard goes away in the uh, first week of November when uh, 40 Days for Life ends. You know, we got that number 40 throughout the scriptures, 40 days yeah, very in the biblical. desert. Yeah, very, very biblical. biblical number. To to take this opportunity to pray for the end of abortion, to pray for the dignity of human life Amen. around the world, uh, to pray for uh, every child that... Is coming into this world that is both wanted from and womb not wanted. to tomb. Yeah. Love them both. Uh, love the, you know what? In Ireland, they had that. It said love both, and it's Amendment Eight. And so they they took yeah, the they love passed that and, and they legalized. took both 
and they took the eight and they made it together. So when you when you it read the it didn't work. It, yeah, it didn't work. Ugh, that made me ill. Yeah. So th- this is that time of uh, time of year, but it's the the dignity of human life from Got conceptual it. natural death. So if you are here in the Diocese of Tulsa, uh, if you're in uh, Payne County, if you go over to to Tulsa, there is uh, the the Forty Days for Life campaign is a continuous prayer vigil, forty days, twenty four hours a day. Yeah. From whenever that started, kind of late September ish. Yeah, it was all a, the way. Through, it was a Wednesday in September. All the way through the first week of November, uh, there is a continuous prayer vigil happening outside the abortion facility in Tulsa. Yeah, praying for uh, greater dignity. Praying yeah. for the Oklahoma abortion. City, same way. And Oklahoma City has one. I just don't know where yeah. that is or what. I've never. I've it's not a big been, one in Denver, and so there. yeah. So vigil. it's a national. It's kind yeah. of a national. Yeah, national campaign. Uh, it started in College Station, Texas. Giga Mags. I think by a non-Catholic too. Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. But who's now a Catholic? Oh, really? By the way, that guy. Yeah, and and the lady who Roe v. Wade, like she is a uh, Catholic. Now. She, she, yes, that but not related. That was not related to Forty oh, okay. Days for Life. But Norma McCorvey, who was Jane Roe of of the Roe versus Wade decision, did eventually become a Catholic. Oh, wow. But she died. I think died a few. She died a few years ago. Yeah. But anyway, you might. Are you, I think you're talking about Abby Johnson. Abby Johnson. So Abby yeah, Johnson was a uh, Planned Parenthood uh, clinic director. Saw you know, the evil of abortion. Became pro-life, evangelical, and then uh, became a Catholic. Mm. And then wrote a book called Unplanned. Check it out. I'd recommend it. Which they are now making into a movie. Which, drum roll, please, was Brrr. filmed. Last kind of April and May, where Stillwater, Stillwater Oklahoma. Oklahoma, was it real? Um, it was, it was. So I actually went out to the set a little bit and um, spent some time with the uh, directors Carrie and Chuck, and they did. Um, we're probably most famous for God's Not Dead. Oh right, and yeah. I can I can only imagine that movie also, and it's coming out. The movie's coming out February, March, okay, something like that in theaters. Nationwide, so we'll get out. We'll get that fired up when that happens here in here in Stillwater. But anyway, that's what that Forty Days for Life campaign has really. Yeah. It's produced some wonderful um, fruit. Yeah, where where does the church teaching come from on the protection of human life? Um, mostly because it doesn't. It sounds like something we shouldn't have to teach. Yeah, like, yeah. Thou shall not kill. We we all know that. Yeah. So if you look, I mean, yeah, there's there's wonderful, obviously wonderful scripture passages that speak about the dignity of an unborn child. So you look at like Psalm Psalm one thirty nine, um, you know, about children and children in their womb. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you read in Jeremiah, you know, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Oh, uh, yeah. We know, of course, from uh, the life of Jesus that you know when he Jesus was in the womb and and uh, Mary, the Blessed Virgin Mary and Saint Elizabeth, her cousin, when they met that John the Baptist in her womb leapt for joy. So there's yeah. these instances of, of just of, of showing forth the dignity of, of human life. So that's, I mean, there's, there's, there's wonderful theological reasons um, that you are who you are at the moment of your conception. Um, the wow. difference between you at the moment of your conception and you now is food and water. I'm just you a know? clump of cells like... I was a clump of cells in my mother's womb. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. I, mean, well, I, well, I am a clump saying, of cells I'm, right if now. You talk kind of gene- I mean, genetically. Yeah. 
you are you now and you I just got taller and balder and your and your uh, beard is grayer Ouch. than it was when you were conceived <laughs> uh, but the the idea anyway so there's there's the wonderful theological reasons so if you read I would recommend in the catechism of the catholic church there's the whole section of part part 3 of the catechism under the commandment thou shalt not kill the fifth commandment uh, wonderful, just just beautiful statements of the church's pro-life position. And it doesn't just apply, a lot of people kind of just, just think it applies to abortion, but it applies to um, a- any person, any vulnerable person. Uh-huh. Um, so we, we, are, we are dramatically opposed to the spread of euthanasia, um, of mercy killing. Uh, and that's, that, that movement is spreading in the United States, and we don't want it to. Um, we, you've seen, uh, mostly, especially under Pope Francis, John Paul II to Pope Benedict to Pope Francis, um, a, a greater emphasis on abolishing the death penalty. Um, and it's in here in Oklahoma, generally speaking, we love the death penalty. Um, we, we have for many, many years have, have more people on death row per capita than any other state. Whoa. We've used the death penalty, um, significantly. Um, several years ago, there was a, you know, a botched, a botched execution and we haven't had one since. But um, that's part of part of our teaching. Yeah, part of our teaching. Now, is a is a is a murderer and an innocent child in the womb? Are they the same? No, but we're opposed to the killing of 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 both of them. Yeah. So the Catechism of the Catholic Church has beautiful in part three wonderful stuff there, and then these beautiful documents of the church. Yeah, you mentioned John Paul II, and he so yes. he's got some really really incredible stuff that like you read it and you're saying. Well, this is dense and it's almost irrefutable. If you want a wonderful articulation of the pro-life message, you read Evangelium Vitae, also known as the Gospel of Life, written by John Paul II, promulgated 1995. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Do they have that in an uh, audiobook? Does it like... I don't... The good news no, him, of no. life. Him reading it? No, <laughs> I doubt it. No. He probably read it faster in Polish than he would in English. But, but if, if he read it in English, it would take forever. I, I really recommend that. I mean, wonderful wonderful spiritual reading, wonderful uh, encouragement yeah. to, to build what John Paul II called to build a culture of life. That's what we want to do. That's uh-huh. what the gospel calls us to do. And, and so in the month of October... Uh, Respect Life Month. We specifically emphasize that um, in our in our actions and in our facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I currently look like someone's grandpa. Someone said, "Mike, my, my grandpa has that same color hair." I'm like, I, "Your grandpa? You is look a like handsome, my grandpa. Your handsome grandpa is an awesome." The other dude. thing, though, is that uh, the other the other time when this comes up a lot is, of course, in in January, um, January twenty second. Uh, 1973 was the day that the Roe versus Wade oh, right. court decision was made, legalizing abortion in all 50 states. And so that that's a day that that is kind of that we mark as a very important day for 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 a, for bad reasons, but that's the day that a lot of definitely the the national march for life takes place in Washington right. D.C. And that's something we've been to over the years and a lot of especially a lot of teenagers it's a very young event which is always right. so very wonderful and hopeful i'm always intrigued when i read the newspaper around those around that time that they don't mention how many people are there oh yeah i mean it's hundreds of thousands they say a gathering of people yeah i'm like a gathering or they'll show like two like equal sized pictures of of like pr- sort of like pro life pro choice uh 
demonstrators. Uh-huh. But I mean, there's two hundred thousand pro life, and you know, and you know, couple Five. Hundred, couple hundred uh, pro choice people in there. Anyway, that's another another story for another day. But um, you'll you'll see that you'll see some things starting to come out, especially here in the diocese of Tulsa. We always take a group right. uh, to go to Washington D.C. But one of my favorite things when you go to D.C. Number one, it's a very young event. Um, uh-huh. I believe this the, this generation of young people, um, and, and I think mostly because of science, the church we get accused all the time of science. being like anti-science, right? Yeah. We love science, right? Yes. And what does science prove? So take take theology out of it. Take religion totally out of it. Yeah. Just let's just just talk science, and science shows us on ultrasounds. Yeah. 4D ultrasounds that there's a child in there. There is a child in there. And we've even seen there's in, even images of uh you know of what, yeah. what kind of what abortion looks like. So this generation I think has seen that and knows their science has been taught well and so is is becoming, you know, a, a, a very pro-life generation. But anyway, there's this there's this chant at the March for Life. <laughs> really? So there'll be this like school group from <laughs> Virginia, and then the school group from Montana, and they'll be marching. And, and everybody down the street, knows it. And we're marching down Constitution Avenue, and one of them will say, "We love babies. Yes, we do. We love babies. How about you?" And then the other one, like, like they come back, and, <laughs> and then you've got drums, and it's this whole sort of festive <laughs> atmosphere. Anyway, it's very, very, it's very, very fun. It's a very joyful event, despite it sort of the, the pr- protest. The reason why we're there, because life is good. It is awesome. Life is. It's good. worth living. Life is good. Um, and we need to do a better job here in Payne County and beyond of of holding up the dignity of human life from the moment of conception yeah. uh, to the elderly and, and all points in between. Mm-hmm. Conception and natural death. That's right. Womb to tomb. Womb to tomb. Love them both. Love them both. Eight. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the Ireland thing is such a, man, that made me, that made me really mad. Well, because your family's from there. Yeah, and you always sort of associate Ireland as being, you know, kind of a bastion of Catholicism. Well, it's and, not anymore. And it's just the culture has taken over secularism. and Right. Um, and so they had this big referendum, and, and basically they legalized legalized abortion right. when it was not legal before. And it's just going to be, it's, it's going to have terrible consequences for right. for the people there, for kids, certainly. Yeah, I think you're you're right on science. Science is is awesome. Uh, you know, I was a satellite engineer science. before I was a priest, and I love science. I always talk about space. Uh, I was looking at um, Mars last month, Mars, uh, Venus, uh, the rings, uh, the moons of Jupiter. You could see my favorite moon, Titan, out. It was awesome. You have a favorite moon? Yes, That's it's funny. Titan. I want to. I would really like to go on vacation there because it has a great atmosphere above the clouds. But if you get below the clouds, acid rain, melt your ship real quick. I bet it's quiet. You're not there. So retreat. Great. Ouch. <laughs> okay. It, well, it is one of my favorite lines. As a you know, as a bio, I studied bioethics and uh, got my uh, STB in bioethics in grad school. Scripture and bioethics. And one of the, the just in doing all the research, like I had to study a lot of things that I didn't understand. And as you get down to this like zygote molecular DNA structure level, yeah. Well, okay. What is this? Okay. Well, and yeah, it's, it's not a duck. <laughs> and so one of the things it's I not wrote... not a chicken or a hippopotamus. So one of the things I wrote in my... 
in my thesis, which my professor took out because he goes, this is uh, not scientific enough. I said, well, we know that if you go to an, a, a, an eagle uh, nest and there's an egg there, you assume that it's an eagle egg. Yeah. And you're not assuming it's a soccer ball inside there or a duck egg. Well, you're assuming because there's an eagle that flew away that it's an eagle egg. And the same thing you we assume from just basic knowledge of, of the growth of a creature that this is a human being. And yeah. just it may look like a clump of cells, you know but what? if you give it time, every water, time, food, every, every time. time, all the time, every time it's a human being. It can't be a hippopotamus, although you... I'm sure someone's working on that in the scientific <laughs> world and taking science and using it for... Terrible things, and they'll make movies about it. Yeah, like Jurassic Park or something. Yeah, okay. Are but we- we're coming down to the end here, Father Kerry. October Respect Life Month. So I would just encourage everybody out there um, to do two things: to pray and to act. Faith and works Amen. is to pray for a greater Amen. dignity uh, for all human life, from conception to natural death, and then get off your butt and do something about it. Help a woman in crisis pregnancy. Yep. Go and visit someone who is elderly and lonely. Uh-huh. Um, Go to the imprisoned. Visit the imprisoned. Uh, there's so many ways to to be a pro-life person, and that's what we need, each and every person. So we're going to sign off. Amen. We thank you for listening. Check us out on Spotify and iTunes and on Pete94.3. We're grateful that you listen. We hope you like it. And if you don't, listen to us next week because it'll be better. We'll be back. God bless you. God bless you.